0: Governor Mike DeWine, joining us on the Scott Sancho. How are you? It's been it's been about two weeks. Are you still in a, a self quarantine after that uh, false positive test? Did you miss me? I don't know. I'm, I'm absolutely still seeing you every uh, a couple of days on TV, obviously. But I, I've noticed you've been in uh, in Cedarville. You've been at home instead of in the 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 state house.
1: Yeah, yeah, we've been doing been doing it here. So yeah. Yep, no, all all's well. Beautiful day in southwest Ohio today. The sun's out, and uh, great day.
0: So will will you stop doing these twice-weekly press conferences when you run out of stories to tell about your ties?
1: <laughs> I've run out of ties. Let me tell you, I've kept every, of course, kept every one of those ties that I've worn, and it's a, it's a very full rack, and I must have another 30 that people have sent me. <laughs> so... We're we're now down to grade schools. Some oh, now
0: sending grade school ties. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't I mean, know grade I've schools gone. made ties.
1: Well, I didn't know high schools did either. To tell you the truth, that you know, Fran, and I went to school, Yellow Springs High School. We didn't have ties, and and you know, but um, I was surprised that high schools had ties. And then people started sending me those, and then then I started getting grade school ties. So you know, if we get down to grade school, that means this virus has gone on you know well even longer
0: than we thought it was going to It's it's gone on much longer than than I believe anybody expected for us to be dealing with it and we'll we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes governor but I I've got to ask you about a couple of stories this week that are in the news including President Trump tweeting about an Ohio-based company today uh tweeting about Akron's Goodyear tires uh, essentially encouraging a boycott of Goodyear tires, saying they announced a ban on MAGA hats, get better tires for less. This is an important employer, not just in Ohio, but across the country that the president is now trying to to hurt financially uh, because they they apparently have done something that he disagrees with. As governor of the state of Ohio, your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I'm not for a boycott. Uh, that would not be that would not be good. Um I you know I I do sometimes wonder um you know how people draw the line um you know in in what you can wear and what you can't wear uh you know I'm I'm kind of an open guy you know wear what you want to wear but um yeah I don't I, I guess I don't know why they draw a line at that and say you can't do that so seems kind of strange to me
0: i mean obviously we kind of talked about this a few minutes ago you you don't want to necessarily get into political feuds among employees so you may want to ban political attire but if you're going to allow black lives matter then you you should uh, allow uh, attire that supports police as well
1: well i I kind of get worried you know sometimes you see this on college campuses and and uh you know there there gets to be the correct speech or the correct you know i'm kind of a first amendment guy uh, on, on, on most things. And, you know, I'm for the first amendment and, uh, you know, I understand this probably technically does not bar, uh, you know, violate the first amendment, but I guess I'm just, you know, pretty much let people wear what they want to wear.
0: Governor, would you have
1: on put a hat on,
0: so governor more to the point, would you tell president Trump to stop uh, picking on Ohio companies? We're, we're dealing with enough economic stress right now because of the pandemic. Should he leave these major employers alone, especially in a political season where he needs, he needs votes from Ohio to win a re-election? It doesn't seem like a smart strategy to me. Would you tell him to back off and, and leave Goodyear alone?
1: Well, we'll see if he tweets again. <laughs> so I'll like, see if it was a, a spur of the moment or whether it was, uh, you know, uh, you know we don't want him to do this uh, in, in long term. Uh, not, not a good thing for Ohio. But uh, well, Will you we'll respond
0: see. to the president on Twitter? No. No,
1: I'm not going to. You can, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I,
0: I I have. He w- he listens to you, Governor. Well, does he doesn't he
1: listen to you? Uh well I mean, you're, yeah. the bo- you're the voice of Toledo. You're the voice of Northwest Ohio. You're you know, you're you're the man, I thought, at least that's what you keep telling me.
0: I I'm a very influential man. The president loves the show. <laughs> or oh, so, he does. Or he so is. he's told me. I'm
1: sure that- well, I'm sure the president likes it. You know, anybody's got a big megaphone, right? You yeah. got a big megaphone.
0: But I, I think you would have to agree that it's not it's not good for the president to be tweeting something negative about a company like Goodyear, an American based company based in in Akron, a company that means so much to Ohio, a company that means so much to to uh, to the people of the state.
1: Well, I hope he doesn't do it again. If he does, Well... <laughs> Well, if he does, he does. But, You know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to uh, uh, disclose my conversations with, with with the president. Let's just, you know, I don't think he's going to do this again. So,
0: can I ask you about uh, your predecessor appearing on behalf of the DNC this week? Well, I heard he was on.
1: Uh, you know, I, I go to bed generally at ten o'clock, so I did not watch it. Uh, I saw some of the some of the replay. Uh, the next morning, I wish he had not done that, but, you know, John does what he wants to do. So, <laughs> wish he hadn't done it. Look, I support I support the president. Uh, you know, I hope the president gets reelected. I'm campaign chairman, one of the chairmen for the president
0: in Ohio. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sorry he did it. Will you be participating in the RNC next week on behalf of the president?
1: Uh, I'm going to do whatever they ask me to do, uh, you know, as a virtual Virtual event, as you know, it's a very, very
0: different event. Right. We're not, you know, they've not offered me a speaking spot. So we, yeah, it's we, it's we, it's weird this yeah. year. Uh, it's it's certainly oh, it's, unusual.
1: I i mean, it's really weird. Uh, I, I mean, it's just it's a very, I, I you know, I as I said, I usually go to bed at ten o'clock. I had it on last night. I think it came on at nine last night, but I watched the beginning five minutes, and it's. You know, it's it's, it's just different because it's all kind of pre recorded and it's just, it is what it is. So, yeah,
0: it's, it's kind of painful. Governor different, Mike different DeWine time. is here on the Scott different Sancho. Uh, Governor, what kind of feedback are you getting from around the state after your announcement about fall sports yesterday?
1: Well, I don't really know. Um, you know, I haven't got much, much feedback. Um, you know, I watched, we live in the Dayton area, so I watched the news last night. They interviewed some, some, uh, uh, student athletes in uh, in high school, and they seem to be happy about it uh, but uh, you know no i just i just i don 't know i haven 't seen much 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 reaction to it
0: yeah i think uh you know it's interesting that you're you're essentially leaving it up to the schools to decide whether or not they 'll play fall contact sports or not, uh, which you know there there will be and i 'll talk about this with the o h s a a there will be issues some schools may not participate, some might. Uh, what what does that do to the legitimacy of a state championship and, say, football uh, coming up later this, this season?
1: Well, sure. Look, and, and, and you know, already some schools have said they were not going to participate. And one of the things that we had discussion, uh, Lieutenant Gov and I had a discussion yesterday, uh, I guess it was the day before, uh, with the Ohio High School Athletic Association, is if a, if a school wants to play and can find other schools to play in the spring let's say it's football and they want to play in the spring is that is that going to be sanctioned by the Ohio High School Athletic Association we asked them to sanction it and they said they will uh because we have schools have already said a lot of them in our urban areas that they're not playing football they're not playing soccer so here you've got kids you know who are going to totally miss that season unless there's an option for that school to go uh, in, in the spring. Now, look, we don't know whether going in the spring is going to be feasible or not feasible, but, uh, we thought that they ought to have that option. Uh, there's a number of schools, for example, in the Cleveland area, Cuyahoga County, uh, who said, look, we want to go in the spring. Uh, and that would be our intent if, uh, the Ohio high school uh, athletic association agrees. So they, they agreed. So I think you're going to have some, you're going to see some schools try to go in the spring and not, not in the fall.
0: How close are we to a fully reopened state of Ohio, and how close are, are we to to you giving the go-ahead for people to go back to work and to go back to school? As I look at the the, the, uh, the dashboard from the uh, ODH, uh, it looks like a good 90% of the state is, is essentially fully recovered from the, the coronavirus. Now, I realize the reality is that it's continuing to spread, but if you look at the numbers on a daily basis instead of a cumulative basis – uh we're we're less than a four and a half percent to positive rate on t- on on cases and the death rate has has never been lower it's it's well past its peak from april and may
1: well you're right i mean the the positivity rate uh statewide is down we're watching that every every day uh very very happy it, it is going down um you know it does correspond uh frankly where we've seen the biggest drop is in the urban areas. That directly corresponds to a couple weeks after we put on uh, the mask order when we saw mask compliance go up to about 90% in our in our urban areas. Uh, the other thing that's happened, Scott, is that we're seeing uh, a spread of the uh, COVID uh, through most of our rural communities. So it's going down in our cities. It's going up in our rural Communities, so for example, down, uh, you know, down in Mercer County along the along the Indiana border, uh, lovely, lovely people, lovely county. Uh, they've got three times the COVID uh, in the last two weeks uh, per hundred thousand population that that Toledo and Lucas County does. So uh, it's you know it's it's that's what we're really really concerned about. We're seeing the spread in those, you know, in those areas. So what we ask is, again, people in the rural areas to also wear the mask because we're not seeing the compliance at the nearly the level in the rural areas that we saw in the cities. And when we began seeing that compliance in the cities, it dropped it and just started going down. And, you know, maybe something else, else out there, but it looks like to us a direct relationship between, you know, what people are doing. And, you know, the, the other thing, uh, it, 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 it what I've said to John Houston, I spent five hours last night, literally from the time the press conference was over until about nine o'clock talking with coaches, talking with school, school superintendents, talking with athletic directors, all over the state, uh, literally thousands of them on, on calls. And, you know, one of our messages was, um, you know, if, we want a season if we want our young people to not only play sports, but to be in school physically. Um, when you're in a county that is got a lot of COVID spread, as many of our rural counties do now, um, the best thing you can do is get people in the community to wear masks when they're out and social distance and not go to big groups. If people will do that, I think, you know, we got a decent shot of, of getting getting a football season in and getting a soccer season in and, and having, even more important than that, having the kids actually back in school.
0: Governor, I, I, I've i talked to you about this before. I truly believe and I sincerely believe that you're making some of these decisions in what you believe to be the best interest of the people of the state of Ohio and around the country for that matter to prevent the spread of, of the disease and death. I, I, I don't question your motives at all. However, as we look at the 150-plus days since the shutdown began, and we're seeing the economic impact, and we know through CDC and World Health Organization numbers that for, for every job that's lost, I mean, we're looking at the rate of, of drug and alcohol abuse going up. We're looking at the uh, rate of suicides going up. We're looking at the rate of depression uh, cases going up. Uh, the longer the, the fear continues and the economic impact continues, we're creating more long-term problems. It seems like we should be looking for ways to facilitate more normalcy in the state, rather than encouraging people to to live in fear.
1: Well, we're not encouraging anybody to live in fear. Living in fear is not a good way to live. Living living in reality is is also a good place to live. And so, you know, I, I guess I would I would I would take issue with you on living in fear. Uh, we never encourage anybody to live in fear. Uh, I'm one of the most optimistic people that you'll ever, you'll ever meet. My wife, Fran, says anybody with eight kids, by definition, is an optimist. Well, we're optimists. We're looking to the, we're looking to the future. Um, but, you know, the idea that this state is not open uh, is just wrong. Uh, you know, the limitations, if you look and, and drill down on what are the limitations that we have now, well, first of all, if you look on the internet and you can pull this down, this is not my data, but you can look at uh, cell phone activity, which is basically they track cell phone. We don't do it; the government doesn't do it, but
0: but oh, somebody sure out you. there, is yeah, yeah, yeah. The government would never well, track us.
1: <laughs> well, not not the state government. You can I don't know, but uh, it's 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 the same as it would normally be. I mean, people, if you look at the the uh, miles driven, uh, ODOT does does counts all the time, they're back to normal. They're what we would normally expect. So people are not, you know, not going out. They're not doing things today. Um, you know, people are more reticent, uh, it, it would appear, about going to sit-down restaurants. I mean, this is what, you know, restaurant owners are, will, will tell you. Uh, some bars they're more reticent about. uh you know, but virtually everything else is is open. I mean, movie theaters can be open. They just, most of them have not opened. Uh, I see some of them, around, at least around where we live, are starting to open back again. So there's, you know, there's very little that's not open what, or that's uh, not going on. So when, when this, can, this idea... You know this idea that we the state is closed down. When are you going to open it up? And it just is with all due respect, it's kind of crazy, Scott.
0: One thing that's still closed, the first thing to close, and and what appears to be the last to reopen, are the performing arts, uh, theaters, live music, things like yeah, that. We're
1: going to take care of that this week, so we're going to we're going to have something out, and uh, you know they'll be able to they'll be able to move forward. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: all the bars want me to ask as well. Uh, I know you've got the ten o'clock eleven o'clock order. What about bars that have outdoor seating? Why can't we drink after ten o'clock if we've got outdoor spacing? Uh,
1: you know that might be a possibility we wouldn't I would certainly would not rule that out um,
0: you know certainly certainly a possibility that's what that's what I'm here to do is solve problems, Governor.
1: Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I need all the help I get.
0: <laughs> you're, doing a, you're doing a fine job during a difficult time. You and I uh, may not agree on, on everything, but as I say, I sincerely believe that you're, you're doing what you think is best, and we can we can argue on the, the smaller points. I appreciate that, Scott. I do. Uh, Governor, uh, stay strong. I'm glad you and, uh, and France health is fine after the, uh, the false positive a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and uh, I'm sure we will talk again in a couple of weeks. All right, Scott. Thanks. Governor Mike day. DeWine here on the Scott Sancho. News radio thirteen seventy and ninety two nine FM.